0: Hey, Sincerities, we'd like to take out a second to shout out the sponsors of this week's episode, the IRL podcast. Have you ever wondered how different AI would be if it puts people instead of profits first? Well, check out the IRL podcast, an original podcast from Mozilla made for people who are into or build AI and people who develop tech policies. Listen to Mozilla IRL wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) People are talking about heartbreaks, and you are going to see some. Meanwhile, the boy told you that he didn't like you. He told you. Delete that tweet. Yes, yes, yes. It's another banger. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I know it is not a fluke it is not a mistake we are here yet again i know i told you two weeks ago that that was the end we're not gonna i don't know what's going on don't ask me maybe we we hit our heads on something but we're here we are back and sincerely accra is here again i think the sincerely accra mondays are gonna be non stop till the end of the year what say you <laughs> i just know kwame road is I heavily he rolled his eyes heavily, you might just listen to me say this. But anyway, guys, it's a new, new, new week. It's a brand new episode of Sincelia Cry, and I am your host, Joseph NT. <laughs> I'm not spilling tea, but my name is NT. Hey! Hey! This is where you drop there like. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report. That's the GCR Network, the premier podcast hosted network in a whole Ghana. By this time, you people should know this part. Every time I say the premiere podcast host, and all of you say, "You know the whole guy." Like you should know. My shout out my friend of several times. I repeat it. You know, I typically change. I repeat it because I want y'all to, you know. Anyway, we're a building community. I also want to give a quick shout out to my co-creator and producer, Mr. Kwame Asante Ofori. Yeah, and that people is how you do a flawless intro. Okay. Yes. Ha. Huh.
1: I do. I tickets, I two, I do. My charging, I did die for you. See the way I did grind for two. And I want you to say I do, I know. Hey, my charging, charging. I did grind for you. See the way I did die for two. And I did beg you to say I do, I do. I hey, I did. Okay. Wanna come back into your place. She could like to come my place stop she could say my name be
2: It's
0: a new day! Are you feeling better? Is your body feeling smooth, like cocoa butter? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. New week, new wahala, you know, and it just, it just keeps getting, like, tougher and tougher, you know, like Nigerian hair. <laughs> <laughs> Please so don't come for me. That's a line from Lil Wings MLA MLA. So let's just keep it aback. That's what it is. Anyway, um so new episode. Um let's quickly get into some of the things that I've been trending, shall we? Okay. Now I saw um a news story. Where the what the boss of the ECG, boss CEO or whatever, president, the ECG say that every time that it rains, ECG loses money. Because in the rainy season we are not using as much electricity. You know, the weather is cold, so we put off our fans and our ACs. And so ECG loses money. I think he said about 25 million or I, I, I look, I don't have the, the factual figure here. But I was listening at the hotel and I was like, what? And then there was something that he said about um, when it rains, it also makes it hard for um, the people that go around to read the meters and then collect money to do their job because the roads are immutable and then like because it's raining, they can't walk around. And I'm just like, "Um, okay, like (laughs) if you know all of these problems, how about you guys look for more efficient ways to get people to read meters and, um, you know, collect money. I mean, you've been changing the meters, right? So that you don't have to use the ones where they read, right? How about you, like, speed it up or... I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when I listen to some of the people the problems that like the leadership of the country have classified as problems and they're like sitting on their hands doing nothing about I'm just like okay so um where is the creative problem solving? Where is like the okay, have you called a meeting? Have you said how can we solve how are you asking the how might we questions? Let me call school, what we to say? How creative problem solving ask how might we solve this problem? Like when you guys go to your Monday morning meetings, what is the discussion? You know, I feel it's almost it's almost the norm to have um, leadership of anything. Just, you know, come on TV, radio and then say, oh, we are suffering. It's not easy. People don't even use lights when it rains. Like, okay, is that supposed to garner sympathy? (laughs) I mean, it's a rainy season. I'm not going to put on my fan and AC. I have to save it because I don't even have the money to do it anyway. Okay, why are you telling us this? You know the you people are light. I don't know. Are we back to load shedding? Something about you guys owing gas and so grid something. I mean, can we can we talk about that? Can we address that issue? The fact that lights has been going off a lot. Most of the time it happens during the day. If you go to work, you wouldn't even know this, but you just leave now, Light no during the day. On off on off on off. I'm telling you, when the fridge guard contribute, when I fridge guard. And sana so fridge now cut on a boarding. You know. I say hey, you phone to me in could You can't go to them and say, hey, my fridge is small." Maybe you can. I don't know. Talk to your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk to your lawyer. Um uh, also in other trending news, Persek Legon has won the National size of math quiz. Once again, interesting times, interesting scenes. You know. I, I don't have much to say about this because, you know, I went to AIS. We never really, like, partook in this. I don't think, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we never took in this. I never, like, felt any kind of, you know, I think all we had was with ISACs. That was, like, the international school sports games. Mm, I never played. We just used to go to the schools and walk around and feel a little bit inferior, you know, because all of these international school yeah, uh, People, they had their laptops, they had their phones, the girls kept their hair. And in AIS, we're just literally a glorified <laughs> government school. I mean it's better now. I hear the other ACs in the classroom. We didn't have ACs when we were back there. I'm just saying. Um the girls had to cut their hair. We couldn't have a phone or a tablet or a laptop. So yeah, I don't know. I just every time National Science Mask Quiz comes along, I just I, I just look on from outside the club because I can't even get in. <laughs> but um I remember seeing um a video of the guys, you know, the day of the fi- finale, and it was like their shirts were hanging in the in the uh your friends in the drawer. Is it drawer or wardrobe? Whatever. And then they put it on and everything. And my was like, who was in charge of directing that video? They couldn't tell that one tall boy to stop looking into the camera. Like, every single shot, he would turn around. You know, like, even when they were walking out of the room, all of his friends, they walked out of the room. And when they so pressed for time they couldn't do a double, a, a second tick or a third tick, <laughs> I mean. Anyway, congratulations to them. Eight times. Woo! Those teachers need a raise. Listen, whoever is teaching those people, you better give them a raise because it's giving your school a lot of glory. And more parents are going to force their children to come to that school because of this. So you better be giving that man a raise, woman a raise, whoever is in charge of, you know, training these kids because they're really doing well. And you know what? That brings me to the end of my trending news topic segment. Uh, You know, maybe we'll find a name for this segment one day. What I'm saying. Anyway, it's time for us to check out what Twitter said.
3: Yeah, yeah. Emergency, I want one emergency, ball into we the Everywhere I go, I'm V I P Emergency, I one emergency yeah. Ball into we the No Know the West suit, you no know, T I E. We know the West suit, you no know, T I E. No the job last like I'm Ali.
0: On this week's episode, what Twitter said is going to be coming from at melanated mommy underscore. That's odonkwa pink heart emoji. So, you know, we, uh, our last week's episode, we had Charlie Dior. Yes. The fashion critic behind the buy, burn, borrow, you know. Yeah, Charlie Dior. And in one of the clips that we put out, Charlie was telling me about how he used to smell good as a kid. And I was like, oh, men and used to you a of Razak. And honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I never heard of this cream. I've never seen it in my life. I've never heard of it in my life. And when Charlie said it, I just thought it was like something that only he knew and he was using, I was laughing my 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 head off. And come to find out, the whole internet knows about Razak. That a melanated mummy even posted a picture of it, and it's on Amazon shopping. I'm like, what? She posted it. I thought it was just me, and there was a host of people on TikTok and everywhere that were talking about Razak, the smell. I was like, what? Where was I? How did I not know about Razak? I never ever came across this ever. But it seems it was popular. It's like a white bottle. And the inscription, I can't tell if this is purple or pink. But yeah, so uh, Melanize and, uh mummy posted a picture just so everybody could see. And yeah, Razak Hand and Body Lotion. Very interesting. 474 uh, milliliters. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked out the episode that we did with Charlie Dior, you definitely want to do that. Go and check it out after this episode. It's a riot. And listen, do not listen to it anywhere where you have to be quiet. I'm sorry. You're going to laugh shitless. You're going to make so much noise because that episode was really funny. And Charlie was definitely a good time. Such a perfect match for Cecilia Crow, if you ask me, because always a good time on Cecilia Crow. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's what Twitter said for this episode, okay? So people knew me, and I was always hanging out with the girls. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they knew, "Hey, guy, no, you you man, and I'm no junior, junior, junior." Mm-hmm. And one thing about me, I always smelled good. Oh people, really? Yes. Now not not me
3: perfume. me not not I'm not Yes.
0: Now me you soon finding be better. <laughs> Shout out to the Raza company. <laughs> Call me. more friend. Oh, i they say, I just have a good soul. Shit. This episode of Sincerely Accra is powered by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Grab an ice cold Jameson, Sprite and Lime. Sit back, relax and enjoy this audio experience because you know it's bound to be a good time on Sincerely Accra. Now with Jameson. Okay, right about now, we're going to be talking to someone very special. Um, I've known this person for a while. I want to say from maybe 2013, 2014 there about. No, 2013, actually. I have been a part of her success story. I've been a part of like, you know, I was there with VI when it all started. And um, I, this interview is like long overdue. And I'm so glad we got to sit down with one of my very favorite vocalists from Ghana, Atuma, And who's now also an actress. Girl, she's been in Diddy. She's in Madonna. Damn, she was even featured in an episode of Snowfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, international acting credits. Don't play with my girl. But guys, this is our interview with Aduma Music, and you're going to enjoy it. Should I? Is she? Still, is it? Is it okay to say Aduma Music? Just Aduma. <laughs> we'll chit chat after the interview. <laughs> Cue music
4: Oh. Uh. Mr. Bars, uh, Kubala. So, this story is about my love for Kenke, but while i eating it. She just called me mystery balls. Uh, certainly
0: not. Well, Miss Adama, when I'm consuming Kenke, I like to consider the freshness of the fish and if I have enough Makushito. Nice. Ah, Party people, welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. It's your favorite podcast. Yeah, no cap. (laughs) We see me the doom. And it's a new interview with a new guest that you're gonna love. Yes, listen. Every now and then, we have culture-defining moments, people that come on the scene and let us know that, listen, the diversity is here. The talent is here. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's time for us to get into it with Adama Music, who has now come to be known as Didi. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> Didi. It's so funny. Like, you have embodied a role. They don't want to call you your real name. How you doing, eh? I'm,
4: I'm doing good. You know the funny thing? Somebody actually sent me a DM sometime, B, that's... Um, Adoma doesn't fit me. So I changed uh, so change my name to Didi. Imagine telling my dad that. Can you imagine? Like, the name I gave my child is not good I enough. I always say,
0: Ghanies have always had a hard time yeah. disassociating it's actors crazy. from their roles. It's crazy. Because even, you know, when you're trying to describe a sex like, oh, sir, eh, actor now, <laughs> that's, that's literally how they do it. Yeah. I saw recently that you've cut off all your hair. What happened?
4: Yes. Happens? Charlie, I'm so tired. You're new tired? new beginnings, that's one. I mean, okay. that's the cliche answer, but that's not really, it, honestly. They uh, say the there always when a
0: girl cuts off her hair, like somebody has broken their art. Oh, then
4: media, that's long because it's long. Long ago. It's
0: not, it's not now. Oh, my God. It's
4: not now. Oh, no, but I, I was just generally tired. I feel like I didn't have enough time to take care of it properly.
0: Mm. And so, yeah,
4: yeah yeah because you
0: know like for a big part of your brand was like the hair you know what i mean
4: but the hair is still there it's just the fro fro is just not as big anymore it's Mm -hmm. just a smaller fro i mean those
0: of you who call like short hair small fro (laughs) baby fro (laughs) oh god no (laughs) i don't think it qualifies but anyway so let me set the scene for everybody okay so when i was back in um university I started a magazine called The Ink. It was a digital uh, magazine. And one of the people who was on my editorial team was Joshua Jemang.
4: Oh, my brother. Yes,
0: he's uh, Joy's brother. And I remember Can you say Joy, you don't know who you are talking about. Like oh, sorry, Aduma. Ado- Aduma. <laughs> ah, okay, let's just stick to the. You know, i say when people want to know that they know a celebrity, then they'll be using their yeah, name that, that people don't know them by. I'm sorry, but this is actually facts. <laughs> yeah, but it was her brother. And I remember we were looking for content because when we first started, we asked people to send us like stories and arts because people didn't know what it was, so nobody was minding us. And it was like, oh, my sister just put out a song. Oh, let's do a, a feature. And then I don't know, it was a digital magazine, so we're able to put in the link to the Bafira song. Yeah. And that was the first time I heard of (laughs) you. And um, so when I listened, I was like, oh, I like this, you know, melodies, oh, this is nice. And I put it, we put it in the ink, the first issue. Then the the Ghana one came out. Yeah. And I was sold. Because I'm a I'm such a visual person. Like I enjoy even my favorite artists, anyone I consider my favorite artist, you realize that they are visually very like, you know, interesting. Yeah. And true. so I just remember watching it, the transitions do, 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 everybody do what you're doing. That's oh the one that's the one I had the full hours. Hey. See hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we are good to sing everything. Yes. Oh, I know everything. So I remember There was a show At trade fair Yeah, yeah And he invited yeah, me that. to And then I, I came remember that. I remember that. And he performed And I just I said Joshua I don't care I want to work with you people Like oh, I need yeah. to be part Of this story And as I told him And he was like Okay we'll talk to Akwisi, who was your manager At the time Who also shot the video
2: Yeah
0: And that's how I came on board Ah And so I joined VI We didn't even have a role For me It was like <laughs> Let's just come and see What you can do And then very soon I started handling um social Your social media, media. Yes.
4: I'm gonna be talking so like, a lot. In between, what people don't know is from like twenty fifteen to maybe twenty sixteen thereabouts. It was not me on Twitter. It
0: was me. It was you. I was like, and hey, let it me tell you something. Me. People a hey, Ghanaian boy, people <laughs> But okay, me. let's just take it back. Um I know Kafui Ivan Sofori. Yes. Who... I don't know what to say. Okay, who started VI? VI Music yeah. is a label that... Started. He, I feel like I'm going to tell the story myself. Eh. Okay. He started a show <laughs> called The Amped Show. Yes, yes. And um, I think you were a singer on there.
4: Actually, you- actually... So, I, he didn't know me as a singer because mm-hmm. like... I knew Calf from church uh-huh. and we, we never really spoke. I mean, he, I was talking to him the other day he mentioned that we had actually had some conversation, but I said, I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. I was a pastor's kid, like at church, and so yeah. I, everybody knew me, but I didn't necessarily know everyone. But I did know Calf because, like, he was this very tall with an afro and mm-hmm. glasses. I, I knew like he used to come around so I knew yeah. the face but I'd never really spoken to him before and then after a while I didn't need to see him again so when he contacted me it was mostly to do um, the ad um, oh, the ad mm-hmm. for Amped because he didn't know I sing and I didn't used to sing mm. in church but when we met up I had just very recently started singing in church so I just mentioned like because he was asking like what's up and I'm like oh so I, two weeks ago or so I started thinking it just, oh you sing I'm like well I don't know but like we're, I've been singing yeah. and he's like okay if you sing then we have a music side of the thing of the so show, yeah. come and do the BVs you know so <laughs> I went to do vocal. I went to do the BVs and after the BVs he's like no, no 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 you do the main you would do yeah, the, you main the main music, singer, the main singing. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, that's how, that's how the story started. So he didn't yeah. really call me for musical. It was, ah. it was add things.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, they loved the talent. And at the time, I believe he knew, uh, Joseph Aquisi. Yes. Who yes, was also like a great filmmaker in the process, in the making. In the in making. The process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, how did the, okay, first of all, did you pick Bafira because Bafira was out and popular at the time?
4: Um, Not really. I mean, prior to that, I had been doing like covers on my phone, like just on, like just recording. And if you are really, really close to me, then maybe I'll, maybe I'll send it to you. But I think how what happened with Akwezi was it was his birthday Mm -hmm. and I had just sent a voice note just singing happy birthday and that was it. Mm -hmm. So he was like, Oh no, you sing like based on what you just sent me singing Mm -hmm. happy birthday. I think, (laughs) I think you have an amazing voice. And so Mm -hmm. it sort of opened up. Me Mm. to like sending him some of my covers that I would do on my phone, Uh and so sending from that, he's like, "Eh, It's this, not you shouldn't be doing this secretly. The whole world must know you must sing. And for me, I was like, You must be joking because no, that's not happening. But like, he kept hounding me every single time, also because like you
0: were shy, exactly, you were not really an out there person. So the idea of like doing this big time is like, Hey, Uh Charlie, and
4: yeah, it didn't, it didn't even, even though I love music, I didn't think that music was what I was going yeah. to do. huh. So like it it was like no And you were working at was it via yeah, yeah yeah at the t- yeah yeah As I did. I yeah. did. I was their um, entertainment and business researcher and I used to do a lot of the voiceovers.
0: Oh really? Yeah, on so the yes
4: on the in that period during the news especially and mm. um, between 2015 and 2016 thereabouts if you check most mm. of the voice of this was well, well, like do one for like, us like during the news I have to read something. oh don't you
0: remember one thing <laughs> I that you to, said sometime oh
4: it's a very do you know the things I'm happy from then to it now you know
0: I work in the production department and it did, was we, a, did we meet? You no, know, it was an internship. When I, I uh, when you were there, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. right, right, I right. worked with Benny Bonsu on The Morning Show and The One Show. Oh. You know, Kopi and Patrice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Interesting. Oh, you don't do the voice for us. The voice of I us. need to read something. I don't like... Look, look. Pick the magazine <laughs> and read the cover. For those that rise, read it give us a voice what kind voice? of on, on this the is no, I'm, yeah, oh no m- but I do voiceovers okay
4: see yeah I do, I do okay voiceovers. give them a sample so um oh this one I oh, want something inspiring inspiring <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, okay let me uh-huh, do great. the right to dream This is what the Academy has stood up for many years, being able to give young children a chance to showcase their football talents and connect them to clubs and universities abroad where they can decide for themselves if football is still the way to go. Eposie is a small fishing community along Ghana's west coast. It's approximately 26 kilometers from Takoradi, the capital western region. Where, yeah, uh, right yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, yes. but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So then like Bafira came about. Yes. I remember um, the video you were saying, you had this like, is it bustier? And you had done your <laughs> braid, one braid to one side yes. and then the guitar, bam. Pum pum pam 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 pa cover my eyes, see many hey so you have to sing for us so mani you don't have a cold it so. does not matter we will take you as you are <laughs> Everybody has a code right now. Oh my it's full season. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but you you thought you were gonna come to the channel? No? You, you, oh, you this is not gonna be the only song you're going to sing. <laughs> so let's go. Wow, on. You, let's just get into it.
4: Okay, so um how do for you find <clears throat> Bafira? Come on, my eyes, see, many pass this one. Bafira. La, la, li, li, la, lo, la, la, li, li, la, lo, Bafira. Come on, my eyes, see, many pass this. Sebo,
1: pep, wah, yam, men, yin, a, t. Na, na, yam, 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 wa kanu ne, pep, and moo. Sebo, my to, So, my body, don't lose, God, ka, wah,
4: kum, a, toy, Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> collection, collection. We've the collection. Hey, uh, you give me the collection. To <laughs> continue, to continue,
0: so. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that was really great. Yeah. yeah, and then after that, we did the Nigerian one. Yes, What, what it was Oreo and something.
4: I can't remember. It's a long time. Yeah. That particular one is actually a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I you know, remember. it was so
0: amazing. Um, seeing how the video came together. Because when I joined the team was when we were shooting that. When I remember I went to meet you guys in um Legon. Yeah, and you were playing the drum the and you drum, were scared oh, and yeah and I was wow. just looking like, like it's such, such a hands-on awesome. team process. Everybody, you know, we didn't have everything. Yeah, I remember those days coming to the studio and it's just uh blankets and a mic Chale,
4: stand, Charlie, Charlie, and a Zoom, a Zoom, zoom and then recorder. like Joy is
0: under it. Otherwise that's under that's it's, how we recorded. So, that's how we were recording. Charlie,
4: we didn't have any equipment,
0: <laughs> you know. And then fast forward. No, I think if I no fast forward, I think after, uh, Bafira, yeah, Stone Boy. Yeah, came so the out thing is, because
4: I was working at Vasat at the time, he mm-hmm. had invited um, Stoneboy to come to Vasa for an interview. Yeah. And he had just heard Bafira. So he didn't even know I worked at Varsat mm-hmm. But one of my colleagues was like, Have you heard the Bafira Master? He was like, Yeah, that girl, she's doing amazing. Stoneboy was like, She works here, but I wasn't at work that day. Oh. It's like, She works here. So what do you think? Like, do you have anything to say? And then he did a video yeah. talking about it. So I was, I, I, that day, that, that was like such a mind blowing moment. Right? Because to have Stoneboy, like, anyone yeah. who knows me from anywhere,
3: Lights went off here, yeah, about the Adoma girl. Okay. Lights went off one time and it was all hot in Ashaiman, I was at home. And b- two days before, my BBM would beep and people would send um, broadcasts, yes. random broadcast okay. of Stone Boy Bathura mashup I'm like, oh, whatever somebody is doing is all right. Okay. Then I'm like, okay, fine, let me actually see what this is. So I click on the link and I downloaded it. Then songs started playing... J- Five seconds, like if I hear a good song, I know I've been at this for a while. That was the particular moment I knew how big Bar was. Forget about Bafira being a big song, people (laughs) saying, the video's not even out yet, Mm -hmm. but I knew what I had created at the moment when I heard the jazz version of it. I'm like, ah, that's why the song is a hate song. She just made me know the worth of Bar at the moment that it can appeal to any type of, you know what I mean? So... Up herself, you know? Is she the kind of person that after listening to her that you want to collaborate with? Yeah, how do I um, Yeah, I'd wanna do a
1: song with her. I'd wanna do a song with her. See we go with I me. Trying to figure out just who I've been. Mm-hmm. You, you be say it. I'll be out of this place Never been in your space Call me a Hey, you staring at me You don't think I say I just thought of this Leave it mm-hmm. be true, I in all really of this Right for my bills, I want millions Whatever it takes At the end of the day I'll be here Whatever you say the End of the day, I'm here like
2: baby
1: um, talk, baby talk, there's no fit to me, nothing. Um, you um, see the view where I
3: get, I can jump over everything. I mean, days, the whole thing
0: was like if Charlie? anybody big talks about uh, Adama, we are like oh my how hey. can we milk it how can we milk it it was like always internal Yo. rumblings yeah yeah Yo. so okay so let's just talk about when it became established that okay this is something that you are going to have to do because for me even when I met you I could tell that you were a very shy person yeah. you were very quiet and I would often have my own internal monologue I'm like is this girl is she ready for this thing That because every time we would go to meetings like you would say it just seemed like everybody else was more excited excited about the stuff than you. You were just very quiet, you know? Because I mean, I remember like when they said, as you even handle your social media and everything. I'm like, hey, would you even be like, let me see what you are saying. Like, you just gave it to me, you know? So let's talk about that. What was happening?
4: So the thing is, I never in my wildest dreams thought that Mm -hmm. anybody would care about what we did. Yeah. Like for me, it was just a personal thing. Akwisi had pestered me to you know put the mashup out and we'd put the mashup out and so it was like yay maybe my family a few Mm. people at church a few friends from school that's it but to see it blow up the way it did I'll never forget my first in quote celebrity moment (laughs) I had gone to the salon to do my hair and I like i took a bus like trotro yeah. so i went to the bus stop to like get my bus to like go home uh-huh. and i was standing on the bus stop waiting for the bus and then some girl B, like was beside me and she was kept staring <laughs> and speaking <laughs> to her friend and staring so i was very confused but <laughs> even though Bafira had come out it hadn't registered that that, that was, was what was big, happening big, yeah like it hadn't fully so i was very a. it said something with my hair? <laughs> <laughs> and then she suddenly it, like it clicks to her she runs me oh my god i and she's there at the bus stop with right. her phone can I take a selfie so other people are now looking like, who is this like, girl should we know her too should to we move? know her too like who is that I could, you know I couldn't take my bus I had to get a taxi, a taxi. and I oh, didn't have money for the that the first pressure you see, <laughs> of the celebrity I went home and I literally told myself I'm not going out oh my god that was it was traumatic it was a very yeah. traumatic experience. And that's that's how it felt for me because I never thought it was going to get mm. this big. And so it it took a while because I love music, but I don't think I had gotten to the point where I would say I wanted to do music. I yeah. just, it was something I was doing on my phone for fun. Yeah. Just when I was bored for myself, I didn't see it as something I was going to share with the world. So all of a sudden you are there and now that there's a lot of buzz around you and people are literally calling you a musician if someone is say, that's my favorite singer and I'm, that's my inspiration I'm like, yeah how <laughs> people are booking me for their weddings yeah for their gigs yeah. and to t- like so it, it just felt like since the team had formed the natural order of things is to continue mm-hmm. and i enjoyed it even though i wasn't ready per se i did enjoy it because i love music i love making music yeah. i loved all of that but it took a while it took a while it felt like it definitely did feel like everybody around me was more excited about you how long would you
0: say it took you for you to actually get into it
4: oh till like
0: 2019 2019 wow at a point at a
4: point i just got into autopilot mood so i wasn't necessarily as reserved as i was at the beginning I was more like you were doing the work, but like I was like, I wasn't, on some yeah, level. Yeah, you were kind yeah, of like disconnected exactly. a bit. So like oh, okay,
0: okay. Yeah. So now let's talk about the Afraba EP, yes. which was like one of the first big projects that uh, I worked on when um, I joined the team. You know, from picking the album cover, the concept, and everything. Uh, one thing that I really enjoyed, or I learned from Vi, was the the process of the creating.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. I I mean. Probably haven't said this to like Evans and everybody, but like when I look at the stuff that I have done with Off the Top, my contributions to Cecilia Cra, a lot of it comes from what I learned with VI oh, because so cool. yeah, they would call me and then they would have this like elaborate plan already <laughs> and the butterfly thing. And like, and I'm like, I was just watching and learning. It was very interesting. What was uh, doing a, a Fraba EP like? Because the whole story there was the butterfly. Yes. You are coming out of your shell. Yes. Yeah.
1: The big otoom tree lived like a kapila, eating away at
4: some juicy Afraba was ugly and fat and had no friends. And I I feel like at that time there was a lot of pressure from people because I was known as the cover girl or Mashup Queen. Yeah, group. yeah. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, I'm not a real artist yet because I haven't put out my own song." So mm. like, when you do your own, they will talk. Yeah. So there was a lot of pressure, and it just felt like the next step is to make my own. This thing. So I'm like, okay, fine. At the time, how it felt to me, that's that. I think that's where the concept for the butterfly came because how it felt to me was like this shy person that has been living her life in some shed somewhere <laughs> who is now coming out and blossoming and you know, fluttering about and the whole story of it felt very much like a butterfly and mm-hmm. I've been v- obsessed with butterflies for a very long time. Okay. So that's putting that and putting the journey together, it just fits. So I'm like, oh, this is the the story I would like to craft the entire thing around. Mm-hmm. But of course, having calf as creative director, that's when all the other nitty gritties.
0: You guys did a whole photo shoot, I remember, for yeah. each day. Yes, <laughs> cocoon. And you Cha- guys had New Charlie. Davis running around with Cha- pins and Ch- sticky pins. Yes. Shout out to New. The New was Charlie. like the stylist at the time. New would make an outfit out of cloth. cloth-
4: nothing like
0: of- y- boom, it was a time. Boom. I know. Um. So let's run through the AfraBa EP. Yeah. Uh, Traffic Jam was your first single. Yes, that was the first single. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does it
2: go?
0: I
1: demand easy, easy, easy. It's my jam, it's my jam. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Yeah. yeah.
0: come on is that the band fra <laughs> yeah
4: i've played it with fra so many i know times. So yeah. <laughs> let's <laughs> get into it, <laughs> it but this i think reynolds produced
0: reynolds, reynolds produced, produced it this, yeah okay so that means fra played beats no like, no
4: reynolds the very first um track was reynolds that produced it but like, oh. when i started ah, when you play it, fra- it yes yeah. so oh that's i it's see
0: right. yeah and then, you know, the Afraba concerts.
4: Yes, yes. That was another yes, big, yes, big thing that, that was, we worked
0: on at Alliance Francis. That was, that was, a, Ooh, wow. I remember that big black dress. That's the one you performed Holy Spirit. in. in yes. Was that Neil that made it?
4: No, I think that was um, Steve French, actually. Ah, yeah,
0: she was a Steve so French. Yeah, yes, yes, she was true. Yes. Wow, and we used to collaborate with so many different yeah, people. Yeah, lots of people, yeah. Oh my, what a tie. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this
2: important message.
0: Hey there, Sincerity. I know you're enjoying this podcast episode, but we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, the IRL podcast that is brought to you by Mozilla, okay? In season seven of the podcast that is currently running, host Bridget Todd is going to be looking at how we can reimagine the use of AI by putting people first instead of profit, okay? I was listening to um, episode two of season seven and I found out, oh my goodness, listen guys, essential workers of ai so when they say an essential worker of ai these are the people that feed data into the ai tools that you guys use to be able to generate all these things you know chat gpt and all these kind of things they are human beings whose job it is to feed the data into it so that when you use it you can get your results right did you know that these essential workers are mostly exploited yeah, they don't get paid where they're supposed to be. I feel, I feel like this is the equivalent of a sweatshop. Mm-hmm. You have millions of people that are working to feed data into AI to make it work for everybody. Large corporations are benefiting from this. Yet these people are not paid well. Wow. If you're interested in topics like these and more, you should definitely check out the IRL podcast by Mozilla. Okay. The particular episode I'm talking about is called the humans in the machine. Cause these are the human beings that are feeding the data into the AI that you're using, but then they're not getting paid well. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely check out the IRL podcast by Mozilla on any of the podcast streaming networks that you use, or you can check out IRL podcast.org. Org. We're going to put um, a link in our episode description and make sure you check them out. Thank you, IRL, for sponsoring the Sincerely Crowd podcast. Okay, now back to Adua. So, after Afrabah, what was going on? You've ha, done Afrabah. so after Afrabah, You've done the concerts. Mm-hmm. I
4: think, I, I can't remember now if it was immediately after Afrabah or right before. That was when I won and sang.
0: Exactly. The unsung category So, what, that
4: 2017?
0: 2016. 16, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. another great time. It was, was. Yes. It was, it was. We a, were really, really like doing a lot. I remember having to campaign for people to vote, you know. And listen, you were in the unsung, same unsung class as, as Ebony. Ebony.
4: Yeah. Um, um Wano,
0: Wano, Felinuna, Feli Feli Perez
4: Music, Nifani. Um,
0: listen. Nifani. Big, big cat. Nifani. <laughs> and me we won. <laughs> I remember when, they, then they, and then now you had to perform at the, at the yeah. nominees jam at who? I remember, I remember. Not the nominees jam, the actual show. The actual show, yeah, yeah. VJ, remember means, yeah, what? Remember. The, what, you, what songs did you perform? Tell the people. I remember,
4: oh, I I did a mashup of. No, uh uh-huh. So, because people were very familiar with the mashups, there was a conversation as to whether I should do what people are familiar with. Or your new song. I should do my new song. Because mm-hmm. I just released um, Traffic Jam as a single. Yeah. And I, I thought about it and I thought, I, I want to go doing my own thing. Like, mm. if I'm going to perform on this very big stage, I'd like to go as myself yeah. like doing that and I remember I had a lot of mixed reviews people either really loved it or like people hated it but it was mm. a fantastic moment I loved for
0: it. me I enjoyed um, it <laughs> <And> you, you <laughs> wore this outfit from um, um Christy, Christy Brown? Brown? Yeah. Christy Brown, yeah. We were pulling designer Chale. clothes. What are you talking those about? Were yeah. <laughs>
4: those were the days. Those
0: were the days. So what was 2017 like then?
4: Uh, 2017 was the beginning of the downfall of Aduma as we knew her at that time. Downfall? I think, yes. I feel like this whole time, the force behind the brand mm-hmm. was my team. Yeah. I mean I was very present and I was enjoying it but I wasn't the force behind. Yeah. And it felt like internally there was a lot going on internally too because mm. you can't you can't as an artist have the people around you want
0: Something Success more, than, more you, than you. When but they also have their when you also have exactly
4: mm-hmm. like and so at a point it's it started to cause a lot of friction. Before the friction on the outside with the team, there was even internal friction inside mm. because I wasn't. I don't think I was ever prepared. And the scale at which this whole thing was going. went was discombobulating yeah. to say the least. Yeah. And so, like there was a lot of internal conflicts that I were in resolved that eventually mm. started to spill over to the team mm. and yeah my mind my mental health was in the gutter yeah. and it was also happening concurrently with a lot of emotional drama mm. relationship drama relationship the, the shiggy
0: in the boys the boys are bringing the shiggy did you enjoy the adoma vs adoma uh, project no, i personally complained heavily about the no, artwork please.
4: No, please. That was the most tumultuous time in my
0: career. I I, I remember I, I just I hit Susa because no. you know Susa does a lot of the graphics as well.
4: Yeah. And I
0: said immediately, it I wasn't
4: said, even Susa. I know. It but
0: I, just, <laughs> I I said Susa, who did this? <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> I Sousa. mean, I know what Vi is capable of doing. So yeah. just like you know, okay. So but like, okay. So how many songs was on that project?
4: Um, I think it was. I can't even remember. We had to break. The project apart and into Ghana, yeah. Assemble no, at the time it was like there was a the afro pop side and then, like, then mm. my, my alternative side. So, I'm trying to remember, I think there was 11 11 on each, but we released it, but we only released on Aftown. yeah. So, it's not, yeah. So, and then I had issues, like, there were so many internal, plenty problems within, like with mm. not just vi now but right. like the partnership that i had with BBNZ and yeah. it was not the best mm-hmm. and so we ended up going our separate ways mm-hmm. and it ended up sort of like breaking the project apart so when i did want to put it out i had to pull it apart because like they had contributed a lot to in putting that project together. was that the
0: project that had ta yes ta yes. bb yes. and um yes. The hair yes. song.
4: Yes. And Beyond Beautiful. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 So you just give here to sing. That's what you came here Brand me. new hair, brand new me.
1: When I wake up in the morning And my hair is all a mess I don't fret, I don't worry Pull up a button, then I'm gone In a taxi off to Osu My messy fur begins to shrink My coily crowns get in some low I love my braids and knots, My twists and sister locks I want my kicky braids crocheted, My pearls and marley locks this way. I mean,
0: we were like getting into the music, you know. Um, yeah. So around which time? Catch me up. Where did we work on the music video for Tar Baby? And how did that come about? Because you were part uh, of like this whole ambassadorial. Yeah. Thing. Let's talk about that. Let the people I think know.
4: That was twenty. Is it twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? Trust me, the the timelines are. Mm, it's probably twenty eighteen, right? I think it was eighteen. I think yeah. so. I think so. Mm. And so basically, that happened through One Love and Mensa. So, um, some filmmakers from um, Switzerland had come to Ghana and I think they had been at a show. I don't know the full story. Mm -hmm. One Love and Mensa will be able to confirm. But they had seen or heard of um, Fucking Boys Mm -hmm. and so they came to do a piece on them. And, for them, they felt like oh, they didn't want to just put the spotlight only on them. There were other artists in Ghana to, yeah. that are also doing amazing things. So that's how I got roped into because it was it was supposed to be fucking boys, but then they um, put me on and um, Walasi, Akan, Motombo, Poetra. So right. the whole documentary that was initially was supposed to be about fucking boys now became about us. And so when we had the conversation at at so what angle they were going to take with everyone, um. When it came to me, um, I suggested, you know, doing something along the lines of my skin. Because yeah, like I'd had yeah. I'd had issues um, with that and so that's where the song was born so they basically funded the music video the music video, yeah yes. which
0: was oh my god it was such a lovely yeah. project to work on <laughs> yes because we yes. finally had like a big nice budget to do something to do more something creative really cool. yeah, and true. i was very like into the whole merging your hair yeah, into the galaxy the
2: the <laughs> um
0: we got to work with uh who? the legendary amazon team missa yes yes, yes, yes uh, yeah yes, yes, she was yes, your mother yes Listen, it and then was... we got. I remember we had like uh, Papa pong. Yes, the, 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 the part where you were dancing, the outfit you were wearing was, yeah, was, yeah, was papo pong. I mean, what, did you have jawabasewa or?
4: Yes, I had. Yeah, the, Jabba the Sewa. blue kente. Yeah, Kinti I wore the, uh, Yo, yeah, that I remember. I, and
0: then when the documentary <laughs> came out, I saw myself inside when I was directing, <laughs> directing the dance. I, by the way, I have credits on that music video as assistant director, as well as um, bra. <laughs> no, was it bra. No. I can't even no, no, remember. no. That was a Fra. Fra, fra shot a right. video at uh, Kona. Um, happy. Happy yourself? Yes, 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 yes. That one is not even out of my head. <laughs> yes. so <laughs> I was in a video. That, yeah, yeah true, true,
4: really
0: true. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we did that. That was really great. Ta baby, nice video. Yeah. So after that, of course, um the BB and Z uh, partnership thing didn't work out. What happens next? Because I remember there was a point where you went away to Nigeria to go and shoot. So a at TV that show. point
4: in time, especially during the the bbz era basically Mm. yeah it was it it, things had just deteriorated really Mm -hmm. bad i started to have um, anxiety attacks Mm -hmm. and it was such that anytime i had an anxiety attack anytime i tried to sing a song just casually like the way you said i should sing right now i'll have an anxiety attack if i try to write a song anything that involved touching music I would have a panic, a very serious one, like I it felt like I was going to die. So, mm. in if you're going through this on a normal, like an everyday basis, and you call yourself a musician, how are you supposed to work? Yeah, As a musician, like for me, it wasn't going to work out. So I told myself, like, I'm, I can't do this anymore. Mm. All that was left was to come out in public and, and say it, but I, I never got to do that. Right. But internally, I'd, completely checked out mm-hmm. and at that point in time i was like yeah i'm not doing music i'd stopped working at vasas for like years a long now. time yeah so it's like what am i doing with my life i didn't mm-hmm. know the music had completely the buzz had completely died yeah. and now it felt like i was even dying personally mm-hmm. on a personal level my relationship status but too so many things in my life were up in flames mm-hmm. and i remember feeling very depressed like i got into a severely depressive state mm-hmm. and i almost attempted I actually attempted yeah. suicide at some point thankfully that didn't happen but in that period after the suicide attempts that didn't work I remember telling myself that it was very triggering to be at home because the studio is right next right. yeah yeah I couldn't all could the couldn't, memories I'm sorry I felt like I needed to be away from music, not just by saying I'm not doing music, but I needed to be away from Mm home. I wanted to figure out something else that I'm doing somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what that was going to be. I'd always loved acting, but like Mm -hmm. Charlie, I didn't know and it, it didn't cross my mind at that time. Because
0: I even remember when uh, Mikey was managing, you guys yeah. did a few like, Mikey, acting yeah, for Mikey's creative Yeah, Mikey was the one that ink. actually
4: started off my acting career. Yeah. You know, if I'm being honest. Mm, true. Because yeah, Gene had wanted to do like screen tests. Gene, I knew Gene, but Gene didn't know I act.
2: act yeah. But because
4: Mikey was my manager and we had had conversations like this and he kind of knew me, they mm. needed um, someone to do like a screen test. And I think the person he had cast, the person Gene had cast, mm. um, couldn't make it. So he yeah. was shorthanded. And Mikey um. was like, oh, Adoma can do this. Jin is like, are you sure? Adoma is mm-hmm. a singer. Mikey's like, nah, she, yeah. she can do it. And then that's how I did that. And then that's how, I feel like that's how my acting
0: story right. began. So but how yet, did you I get the like, gig in Nigeria?
4: Till today, I don't know.
0: Somebody just called I you. I don't
4: know. I don't know because I had literally just done um, Bad Luck Joe. Bad Luck Jew was like in the second week in the cinemas. Yeah. Not even a lot of Ghanaians had seen had it had seen it, or knew I was acting. So
0: yeah.
4: how did someone in
0: Nigeria, in Nigeria
4: but I, I do remember that it was the casting agents Um, shout out to Selima mm-hmm. from um, Apex who had mm-hmm. gotten me my gig at Bad Luck Jew, Yeah, She was the one who basically um reached out and said somebody in Nigeria, a production company in Nigeria had reached out and they offered me some amounts in dollars that was very big. And as lead, lead, lead in Nigeria. And it just, for me, it felt like a miracle because at the time I was going through the mental health issues. You wanted to get out. I wanted a different location, doing something else. Else.
0: Right, so um, what was the name of that series? Um, (laughs) Deceptive Measures Mm. in Nigeria. Has it it finished showing?
4: So that they had cast people from Ghana, Kenya, and then there was a Nigerian cast and Mm -hmm. it was supposed to air Ghana, Kenya and Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I had it only aired in Kenya. Oh, okay. Because I used to get some comments from some people Kenya's in Kenya mm-hmm. who had found my social media. It aired there. I recently, like two months or so ago, heard that they started airing it on Euroco TV oh, okay. in Nigeria. But it never aired in, it never aired here. I don't know. So we shot about... 50 something i can't remember 50 something episodes wow. so i think it's up to them to decide how they were going to like partition it
0: into seasons and was the story finalized or like did it just never continued they just
4: never continued oh, okay but i think yeah yeah i don't i honestly don't know how it ended up but i heard it's out now so so how we long were you in nigeria you? for about six months wow Shooting did you that. enjoy your time there absolutely a relief absolutely i was in so much Mental to tum- um, mm. a, a lot, of turmoil. Basically, that going there, it felt like it saved my life. Like just doing something else, getting lost in another very intense passion yeah. of mine. Being in a new environment, exactly. meeting people, some people in Nollywood that are still right. friends still now. You know, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was super stressful. Of because course, acting is not a joke. Of course, and acting in Nigeria is not a joke. Multiple <laughs> takes. And you know, I passed multiple out some time once. Really. From exhaustion. Exhaustion. I first I literally... Wait, I love to eat heavy. <laughs> yeah. I passed up. But no, but
0: it was... all Overall, it was amazing. It was great, but right? Amazing, yeah. And so then you come back to Ghana and then how does, did it happen?
4: So I come back to Ghana and it feels like I'm in a much better space to like, you know, create again. I had mm-hmm. to go through therapy because like, I feel like going to Nigeria puts me in a much better space to right. come back and do the right. work. Right. So like... All of that, because I, I don't think i will have been able to do Diddy if I wasn't in a much better stable space. Yeah. So I did that towards the end of 2019. And then somewhere in 2020, when I had just made the decision to come back to making music again, that's when I started working on Becoming Adoma. It was 2020. Right. COVID happened. Of but course. it's funny that in the midst of COVID is when I got cast for Diddy. Basically, Shelly called me. I literally got a phone call from Shay. My mind, when she called, I thought she was trying to get me to do like, to score something. But instead, she says, so I have this project. It's like a telenovela and it's very long running. Think um, tinsel. Mm-hmm. So, we're talking okay, like 10 years. And I want to cast you as the lead. I'm like, hey. I'm sorry, what? Hey. And so, she, first off, she wants to find out, will I be able to do it? So think carefully because it's a long-running thing. And if she's casting you, you can't come back and change your mind. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Yes I will do it And so she's like Okay So she personally Is very convicted Because she had seen mm-hmm. me In Bad Luck Joe mm-hmm. And she's very convinced But like It's not just up to her The channel Because Aquaba Magic Was now coming to start And yeah. there's so many other people But she's rooting for me She wants me But they have to audition So yeah, many yeah. other people So Am I available She called me like um, on wednesday and I, on saturday was like an audition audition wow. yeah, so she sent me um script i went on the, the saturday there were like three Didi's, three michaels three <laughs> three <laughs> three <laughs> Belindas, <belleges, laughs> three, mamas, three of a, everyone there was a lot so we had yeah. to like shoot so many times with so many people uh-huh. and then at the end of the day the funny thing is during the audition everybody the Everyone was so straight faced. You don't know whether you did well, well or you or did not yeah. because, like, you finished and you expect like a smile or something. Thank you next. And I'm like, oh my hey, god, Shelly too <laughs> straight. So, so I was really <laughs> tense. But like, as soon as I go home, Shelly literally sends me a text message. You did amazing. I'm mm. very proud of you. She didn't say I've been picked. She, yes, just yeah. said, just said, she just ability. said, you did amazing. I'm very proud of you. Mm. you hear from me in the next few days. But instantly, yeah. just the fact that Shelly said that, so I was like, You yes, felt like, oh, yeah, I got it's it. It's mine. It's mine. So, like, two days after that, the production manager called and, and you got it. sent
0: me we contract so script. So, what is shooting daily? Like, how often do you guys shoot in a week? Because, I mean, hey. you guys did over 100 episodes. 520. Exactly. Yeah. So what is the schedule like? Because I remember we've been Charlie. trying to schedule this interview for a while. And they will be like, oh, she's she's shooting. Hey. And that's it.
4: We shot, we shot... It was literally like a 9 to 5. Because yeah. we, sh- we, sh- we used to shoot 5 days a week. And of the 5 days, I'm probably on set every day.
0: Like Monday to Friday?
4: So basically, we, sh- we used to shoot from Tuesdays to Saturday. Because there mm. were some um, high school kids in the cast. And mm. so... They couldn't shoot Mondays and Fridays Because they have to go to school So like we had to keep Saturday open So that they'd be able to come shoot So Tuesday to Saturday But like five days And I used to be on set pretty much Once in a while then I'll get some one day off Or some half day but like literally every day. Because you're
0: said. the main character, you are in Charlie, every episode. Charlie. Is there an episode without you?
4: There was never an episode without My God. Me. 520. There was never an episode without And
0: me. wait, does it did it run on seasons?
4: Yes, we had two seasons.
0: Two seasons. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. And what's the how, how how long is the break between the two seasons?
4: Which break? You don't the get a break. Away? <laughs> break between. At most, we had like a one-month break to catch our breath and then we are back mm. on set at most. But in that one month, so, literally for someone like me who I honestly didn't... My music couldn't even... I had Becoming um, Adoma a long time ago but I couldn't release it because I was on set like... At which to point and do am I that? going to yeah. promote when I'm constantly shooting Working. and things? Like I couldn't do that. So like I'm literally... There every time. So yeah, break. You have one month to like break, but in that period, you have to catch up on some music, catch up on your personal life, catch up on so many things. Before you know it is over, you (laughs) are back, back on set. So like, it didn't, it felt like it was a break, but it didn't necessarily feel like one, Mm -hmm. especially not, not, especially not. Who
0: would you say was your favorite to work with on daily sets? Yeah, on the daily sets. Oh, I. Of that
4: some picking a favorite would be hard but like i think i had the best moments with anita eskin Okay, Anita is such um she's, she's hilarious, like, hilarious, eh? hilarious.
0: I think I think I've, I've met person, her once or twice. Yeah,
4: fun person to be on set. Like she, as soon as she steps on set, everyone's just happy, right. and it just makes everything easy. Is yeah, Ajit too very very mm-hmm. wise beyond like right. I learned so much like just from working with him. Very down to earth, very cool. Um, Shirley herself. Yeah. Um, Sandy, Godwin. Yeah, I I mean there are so many people. What what
0: has been um cause I see that the fans are always in your comments? And sometimes you will be triggering them. You and Godwin will say, "Daddy has chosen." You know. So, yes. what was that experience like for you? Because I feel like this is the most fun I've seen you playing yeah. around with the characters, characters and stuff. Yeah. What was your like engagement with the the fo- uh, followers of the show? Like, it was
4: really, really fun. There was a time I I told myself I wanted to detach my persona from. Um, Didi Mm -hmm. and every time people came on my social media it's Didi this or Didi that so I decided to be able to do that successfully I would create a Didi account both on IG and on Twitter so every time someone comes on my IG to comment on my Adoma page to comment I would ask Didi then go to Didi and and go and respond there was even a time yes there was a time I was on a I, I was on a space yeah. And they had, um, they wanted to interview Didi. Mm. And I, they wanted to interview me. Yeah. But I went there, and most of the questions were about Didi. I'm like, I don't know anything about Didi, so <laughs> I can't answer. Then I had to log off. Come on again, ask As in the account, and then I could answer all the questions. And, and now you,
0: you are in Madame. Yeah. So, how, did you audition? What? How did that happen?
4: I do, I don't think I no I do I didn't audition for um, Madame. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I feel like it's a project. Shirley Shirley says she's been working on it for a very long time, mm. and she had a clear picture of each and every character mm. that she wanted so she had already thought about um my character and the mm. fact that i was going to play and it's
0: shelly I, I i mean you know I mean, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. yeah yeah that's how and that um what is madame about I, i've seen the trailer i believe it's like a madame who is like using girls to make money like sell it to the people why should people be watching madame? so <laughs>
4: So I think the story, the story is a very intriguing one. It's very there's a lot of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know Shelley, you know that yeah, yeah, yeah. the story will be <laughs> solid. But the story basically is about um, a very successful young woman played by Jocelyn um, mm-hmm. Lankai Morgan, basically, mm-hmm. who has this NGO that is really doing well, and she basically takes in um, underprivileged girls, young girls, mm-hmm. and it's like a rehabilit- rehabilitation center where she. takes them through school and helps them just establish themselves when they go out and to get jobs and all of those things. That's what she does to the world. (laughs) At the behind the scenes, she was basically using the girls as, um, Basically an escort service. Escort service. Yes, and to making money service, off of them. Yes, to service all the political like the big political people mm. in the country and f- like for favors. Basically right. that's what she's doing. And I'm sure side.
0: somebody's trying to expose her. Eh?
4: Everybody's trying to expose exactly. her, but she's like really powerful and she's man- she manages to some extent to, you know, maneuver her way out of being caught, he's giving
0: Olivia Pope meets <laughs> P Valley. If you know what P Valley is, <laughs> ah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, I want to talk about the Becoming Adoma um, project, project yeah. the documentary, yeah. actually, which is yeah. not out anywhere. No. Are you guys still doing the showings?
4: We've we're not doing the showings at the moment, but we would we hope to resume. Resume, yeah.
0: guys. Listen, if you ever see that they're doing the, sh- you need to go and see that. I mean, I,
4: the film was selected for the Accra Indie film. Yeah, Festival. I was actually going to so, say congratulations yeah, on thank that. Thank
0: you. So, um w- w- where would you say um Adama is right now? What are the plans for what your career is going to look like? Is it going to now constantly be dabbling in acting and music? What is it looking like?
4: I feel like I would not have been able to make a comeback into um music at this because of how it was like the panic attacks and all of mm-hmm. those things. I never thought that that would go away. I wouldn't have been able to come back if not for the period that I had in Nigeria as an actor. So mm-hmm. I feel like acting brought me back here. And it's funny because acting is what started, sparked my love for music. I mm-hmm. used to watch a lot of movies growing up and then mm-hmm. I had a cover of a song in one film and that's what spiraled my music. So it's like very full circle. So right. moving on, I feel like both are, it's like the way I'm Ghanaian and Nigerian. I can't mm-hmm. pick sides. It's That's how music and film is for mm-hmm. me. And so, moving on, I want to be the artist that is able to merge both. I don't want to just be a singer or an mm-hmm. actor. I want to be a, a synchta, if there's. Hey, is that a word? I don't think so. But I think I just up. made it up. I All want right. to be a combination of both. Okay. Basically. A hybrid. <laughs> yes, I, thank you. A exactly. Hybrid. Hybrid. Oh my god. Don't goodness. quote
0: me on syncter anyway, please. I mean, you can I'm make like, it your own thing <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's really like inspiring. <laughs> story you know just to follow the process up yeah. until now i was going to ask you what did you study in school i know you went to wesley girls i went to gij so ah, i was okay. actually studied mass communication journalism what do you want <laughs> Ghanaians to understand about you you know i think there's something i should ask there's a lot of people that say that oh you need to give up on this music thing because the kind of music that you are making you know there's no markets for it here Um, and i, I saw somebody tweet or something like that and you gave a very interesting answer you said you know thank you I understand those that get it will get it something like that you tweeted something about that recently so I want your commentary on the or the I, I won't even say naysayers. Yeah. not all of them are haters most no. of them just feel like you are too, too. good you're not being recognized here so maybe stop or maybe t- target, target somewhere else yeah.
4: the thing about music for me is especially after going through the things that I've gone through that has led me to where I am now I know for a fact that I cannot like it's I'm incapable of doing something else like mm-hmm. with regards to the style of music that I I make I can't because I did try and it put me in a very horrible space that almost took my life. Right, so it's, right. a, it's a matter of life and death. It's not even for fun mm-hmm. anymore. Like I cannot do that. But I know that it's it's very instinctive. If music for me feels like it's a calling, there's there's a there's a need that needs to be filled. In, in the space that I'm in that I've been called to fill. And so it is out of my hands. For me, I'm just doing the job that I've been told to do. Exactly. With regards to it moving forward and how it goes, it's, it's all in God's hands. But I feel like just looking at the response for this latest, the latest project that I put out and becoming a Doma, I feel like it was a project that was meant for people. Just looking at the feedback that I've gotten yeah. from people. Yeah. I, there, there, there's actually one person who DM'd me who was about to commit suicide that mm-hmm. I, I eventually was able to talk out of. And yeah. part of what's helped, you know, motivate and inspire was the music so there's a space for it it might not there be is. the masses right now but even when we listen to music it's not every time that you want to listen to the ones that will make you dance Yeah, like we listen to Lana Del Rey you listen to Adele sometimes yeah. you just want to cry Corinne Bailey Ray you know sometimes you like know? there's music for everything Yeah, you know and I, I feel like that's the space that I'm in it might not be the masses now it might not even be the masses ever and it's fine and because it's you're speaking okay. to somebody it's and it's okay. important like, right yeah it's not just because I mean I I I feel like I'm successful already as an artist mm-hmm. because it's filling the needs that it needs to fill for the mm. people who need to hear it. Exactly. And that's all that... And for me, if that's all I ever get, I'm honestly very happy with it. Mm. If it comes down to making money, I'll... Like, I, I can make money from that, but then I'm not limited to just music. There's so many yeah. things. I'm an actor. I, there's so many things that I could also do that I can use to make money if, that is what it's, if, if that's the conversation that we're going to have about exactly. it. But for me, I feel like this is where I am and this is where I'm going to stay.
0: So I know... Like, like they call people song bears, songstress. When people are in, like, introducing you, what do they say?
4: I mean, I don't, I don't read really the don't butterfly. I don't know,
0: I don't know. <laughs>
4: Or Adoma where can they find you online? Oh I'm online I'm on social media um online and on social media on um, Adoma underscore music on Mm. IG on Twitter now on threads Oh my god everybody's on on threads now on TikTok on YouTube yeah just type Adoma and you're gonna
0: find it yes I also want to encourage you guys to listen to the Becoming Adoma project that came out it's a musical telling of Adoma's story so far and if you're somebody that appreciates you know, art and the purpose of actually storytelling in arts. This is something that you really want to get into. And of course the vocals are killer. The falsetto is now falsettoing <laughs> the low tones like cheese. Thank it's you. amazing thank, thank you so you much said. i really enjoyed this interview Same and here. i thought it was important you yes. know as yeah. as did kwame for us to tell the story of adoma yeah. because things are possible like yeah. who would have thought that would have a youtube sensation we have our own justin Bieber story <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> all right guys take it stay we'll be back to do the listener of and the shout outs <laughs> And we're back Ooh, yeah, yeah Really, really interesting You know, I must say When you're like on the other side of things And you're just looking at people blowing up in front of you And people just putting out stuff And you're critiquing and you're liking And you're, you know, you don't see a lot of the turmoil that goes on Because to be in the public space Is to put yourself out for critique all the time you know, when you put out work, people are gonna tear it apart. And some people to say it's nice, some people are gonna say it's not nice. When you put out a video, people are gonna look at it and say it's nice, it's not. It's like it happens. You're literally volunteering yourself out to the general public. And some of these things take a toll. But as people that comment on social media and everything, we never really realize the power that we have with the words that we use. And you know, Adrama is one of those stories, you know, because I remember very early on when I used to work with um 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 her and VI and when we'd go out for performances and stuff. Stuff, the feedback you know this was somebody that was thrust into it and she was shy and she was like having to deal with stage frights and things all at once and people say oh there's not like this girl she's not a good performer blah blah and it's very easy you know I I don't, I shouldn't really rehash everything that we spoke about but you know it just it just put a little message in my heart and it's probably gonna go in one ear and go out the other. And it's going to go over the heads of so many people, but you need to be very careful about the words that you use online, how you address people and how you give feedback. It's very, very important that you do your best to be careful because words mean things. And when you put out the words, you know that phrase where they say you cannot put the toothpaste back in the tube? Why don't you put it, you squeeze it out, that's it? Yeah, that's what, that's just a little food for thought, okay? Let's not do too much. Okay, it's time for us to get into our listener letter. You guys ready? I am. Okay. So on this week's letter, um, this is coming from a woman. I was going to say, let's call this one Razak, but it's not, it's not a guy. (laughs) Um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to call her Luciana. Okay. Luciana says, Dear Joseph, I'm planning a wedding and one of the most underrated things is doing a seating chart. Okay. Underrated. What do you mean by that? <laughs> okay, so I have a friend I've known since primary school. She's been part of my friend group for a while. The problem is that she's fallen out with almost everyone and the people we are mutually cool with, I'm not invited to the wedding because we are in that close and also budget. <laughs> Girl, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so now I don't know where to put her. I thought of putting her at my workplace table, my work people's table, but she doesn't know any of them and she will complain forever. The people that she knows too, She's not talking to them So putting her on that table Will be punishment For who? You or her? <laughs> I wanted to put her With my husband's friends But she's dated one of them And had a very nasty breakup So he doesn't think It's a good idea My family My family member- hey, family no for Eva. My family My members too That table is f- This is a very Ghanaian person Okay <laughs> This person is not even trying Like this is, That's it My family members too That table is full. <laughs> This English is probably brought to you by Ghana. Also, my family members, too, that table is full, so it won't work. I'm even confused. Should I disinvite her? Because it seems her coming will be a bigger problem. She's got a quick temper and can get confrontational easily, but she's my friend. Please help. My wedding is three weeks. Please help. My wedding is three weeks away. You forgot the punctuation, Luciana. Um. Wow. You know, you know those 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 friends where people are always like, oh, she's really nice when you get to know her. Oh, she's not that bad. Oh, you poor she's misunderstood. You know, those friends that people are always having to explain for, this is one of them. Because how is she falling out with every single possible person that you could invite to your wedding so much so that you can't find a single place to put her? I find this very interesting. But then she's still your friend. Hmm. But, you know, the funny thing, though, is that those, the, the people who are like that, they tend to not exhibit the tendencies that make them maybe difficult to be friends with. They don't do that to the one person that sticks out for them. So it always becomes very hard because then you are the, the, you are the one person that's always seen the good in the person and nobody else can see because she does not even allow the good in her to shoot. You, you understand what I mean? And these are very difficult friendships to be in because you're always having, having to make excuse for your friend, apologize for, for, for um, to people on your friends. you like, is it very, you know, and I feel like the older that we get, we need to be real about certain things. I'm not saying cut your friend off, but you need to have a conversation with her about her habits and her behaviors. I don't know. Like, are you, like, are you her only friend? You know, I know you said you guys have mutual friends. But you're not too close to them So you can't invite them And then like For them to keep her company um, But there's, there's also the flip side of You know People generally being trifling And maybe the people She's falling out with She's falling out with them For good reason You understand Even this nasty breakup You're talking about We don't even know What the man did You know It's not fair to just see hey, a She's a problematic person So that's it so, I mean, you know what I like to do is just to provide perspective. So I'm just looking at things from all sides. Okay, this is not me playing the devil's advocate. I shall never advocate for the devil. Lucifer, you see you're smart. She he don't need no advocate. Okay? But Luciana, I think you should put your friend at the gift table. Yeah, I think so. She gets the whole table to herself. She also gets to perform an activity She also gets to play a part in your wedding that's important And maybe you can sell it to her very simply I trust you the most <laughs> I trust you I think you're the best person to sit at the table You're so pretty Everybody's going to look at you And they're going to be like Oh, she's such a pleasant, nice face to look at You see, and I also trust you You know, and I I feel like there's no one else Oh, not my cousins No, 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 I don't trust um, well, I mean, uh, if she's not talking to a lot of people, I don't think she's going to go and chit chat to your cousins. But just okay, don't say anything that's going to incriminate you. She just tries to talk, but basically, put her at the gift table. That's what I think. Honestly, I can't. I can't even. I don't know what what to think about where Because what your family members know, uh, your 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 uh, husband's friends know, your husband's family members, but obviously know because the table's going to be full as well. You know the thing though about um seating charts and table seatings and weddings is that um. After you initially sit down and like maybe the first few things have been done, like the couple ends and everything, nobody, like once you start drinking, nobody really stays in their seat. Like let's be very real. Nobody really stays in the seat. People move around, people switch tables. And then once the eating is done and the adults go, there'll be a lot of free spaces. So babes, honestly, don't stress yourself. You put it at the gift table, you're good to go. Or you can squeeze in an extra chair at one of the family members' table. You know, it's not your fault. Like she can't get angry at you. Let her know. Oh, you know, I know you and this person has had a phone. I didn't want you to feel uncomfortable, so I put you there. That's it. we do. She has her phone. Human beings these days, you are, are inseparable with their phones. You find something to press. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't. And then, obviously, after people have eaten, your family members, they will start leaving. And then the real party, she'll have, like, loads of free tables, you know. And maybe she might even meet somebody that's, you know, is in your family or somebody that. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. These are my two options for you, baby girl, Luciana. And so, I hope that helps you. All right? Great. And if you have anything to add to my suggestion to Luciana, you know what to do. At Sincerely on Twitter. At Crow on Instagram At Crow on TikTok <laughs> Comment on our YouTube um, Yeah, everywhere you can find us Share your opinions and let Luciana know What you think of her uh, her dilemma Or maybe what you think of my advice to Luciana Okay, we'll be right back to do the shout outs
1: Tell me you never leave me Always be there for me, but, baby Where are you right now? The first time you ever kissed me You told me that I would be your, baby Why are we right now? You left me when I needed you Needed you You took me up and tossed me down All
0: right, so this week I'm going to be shouting out Adidziwa. Yeah, 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 yeah. She followed us recently after the Charlie Dior episode, and I want to say thank you so much for following us. Welcome to the Sincerely Craft family. You are now what we call a sincerity. Own it with your full chest And do the needful The needful is simple Share, talk about it Like, comment Give us the engagement And then you become a full-fledged sincerity <laughs> I also want to give some shout-outs To the people who are in our YouTube comments For the Charlie Dior episode We've got Nana Kwame Bwedi Who says, Charlie is so messy Ooh, we call that entertaining over here But okay And at Ayi Kylie. I.E. Kylie with plenty Wise She says, my two faves Ooh, if I'm your fave You're my fave too, thank you so much And then the last one is coming from Mariam Sule9673, this one the computer Generated it for her <laughs> <laughs> because what could this be? This could not be your date of birth, ninety six seventy three. Anyway, Mariam Suley, 96, 73 said, Hey, what's up? I'm going to call oh, you a little girl. Hey, I see you too. Baby, I'm going to call you a little girl. I'm going to Now, boys, no girls. It depend on what you like, girl. I'm going to call you a little girl. I'm going to call you a little girl. I'm going to call a little <laughs> Thank you to all of you guys That are showing us love everywhere We are super grateful And we are grateful That you tune in To listen to this episode Of Sincerely Accra Where we got to talk to Aduma I hope you love it I hope you enjoyed it If you got curious Go check out her music Becoming Aduma It just recently turned one Yeah The movie was released a year ago And it's the first anniversary So definitely check it out When you can Check the music out and uh, check for all the things that Aduma has been up to. She's in Madame. You can find her on Aquaba Magic, you know. And uh, yeah, that's going to be our episode. Love you, love you, love you so much for listening. Keep checking for us because it's always a good time on Sincerely Your Cry. I'm going to love you and leave you until the next episode. Who knows? Maybe next week, maybe not. <laughs> Bye. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Me, Romero, I've been looking at you look for me I've been wondering what you see when you see me. see when you see me, you see me, why can't I be, why can't I do, what is this push, what is this for, if you're a man for me for me, please lock me in a melody, What does it matter who I am, take all of me Smoking mirrors. One day you'll be beautiful. One day you'll be beautiful. Smoking mirrors. One day you'll be beautiful. To God. One day you'll be beautiful. Mirror mirror, do you see fire? Do you see smoke? Can I breathe, Why can I leave? What is this push? What is this pull? If you remember me for me, please lock me in a melody. Want to surrender who I am. Take all of me when I Sing Singing to the children like smoking mirrors.